What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast, a video game show. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. Bonjourno. Bonjourno to you as well. How are you this fine day? It's actually quite cold outside, but I figured that if I but wore my, my tropical print shirt, that yeah. it, I would like manifest it. But it was so sunny today, though. It like was. After it was the, so the deluge of rain that we got over the weekend, yeah. like it was nice to have like a just straight sunny day today Got which to it was like nice while. 60 degree day and everything i mowed the yard today well i think at my house it was 57 which was a little oh cold for wow me. yeah the arctic Chilling. over there yeah that's cold very cold that's cold i'm, I'm cold glad right you were now. able to make it <laughs> it's, a, it's been a struggle <laughs> <laughs> well we hope that listening to us talk about video games today the ones we love the ones we hate and everything in between will not be a struggle and will actually be an enjoyable <laughs> experience for you all and you all can do the that youtube comments it was a struggle <laughs> <laughs> this was a struggle to get through we hated this episode but you can listen on podcast services around the world wide web such as apple podcasts spotify and other uh audio places that you can do that yeah you can also watch a video version of each episode over on our youtube channel links for all that are in the description below you can find us on social media at facebook threads and instagram as well as join our discord server where we have a lot of great conversation when we're not here recording the show and finally if you like to help make the show bigger and better by, uh, you know, giving us a little bit of a little bit of cash, like a dollar a month, a little bit of cash every just month, a little bit of cash, a little bit, <laughs> just like these cool folks: Ark, Super Saiyan, Ace, Erica L, Elise F, Zach S, Susan M, James K, Michael B, Andrew M, Michael S, and Brandon W have done. They have headed over to Patreon.com/slash/TeamChatPodcast, where as for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show, and in return. We give you cool perks like in the episodes early before their general Thursday release, and access to a private channel over on our Discord sal- salary. Discord. Our Discord salary. I wish we had a Discord salary. We wish That'd Discord be nice. was paying us. That'd be wonderful. I wish but, we were both employed by Discord. <laughs> over on our Discord server, the Rogues Gallery. So you can go check out all that stuff. But if you can't support the show monetarily, that's totally fine. We completely understand. And there are a lot of free ways to support the show, such as telling your friends, subscribing wherever you listen to or watch the show, and of course, leaving us comments, reviews, and all that good stuff. Help gets the good word of Team Chat Podcast out there to the masses. And for that, we are eternally grateful and thankful and love each and every one of our viewers, listeners, and patrons alike. Heart emoji. I almost forgot. Didn't oh my have god, to rush that me was today. close. I was wondering. Yeah. See, you almost Jeez. threw me off because you weren't trying to rush me today. I should start. I should start doing it on purpose. <laughs> play mind games. <laughs> uh, but before we get, oh, uh, we do have a, a, a got the song and hint for this week's sound, mm. soundtrack spotlight. So stick around to the end of the episode good, good. to get to listen to that. It's a good one. And uh, but before we get into the main topic of the day, let's get a little bit of news and what's coming out soon. In our moment with Mogan. I can't believe we are already into February for starters. That oh, is, uh, we're halfway. Kind, it's kind of fucking me. <laughs> it, it's we're halfway. Through it's February. it's a little bit uncomfortable. I hope everyone uh, had so, a wonderful Valentine's Day. Yeah, we hope everybody has a wonderful Valentine's Day. Speaking of Valentine's Day, uh, we were both talking about how <laughs> Banishers: Ghosts, Ghosts of, of New, New Eden, Eden is already out as of this episode's air date. It actually didn't come out on Valentine's Day itself, which I think is a real mismarketing opportunity. Yeah, uh, minor crime, but it is out now for PS5, Xbox Series. XNS and PC. Nice. I'm probably going to, yeah, I'm excited to. Um, I'm probably going to pick it up this weekend after I get a few more good Tekken practice sessions in. Nice. Uh, other games that are also out now, and one of which I am actually quite, I'll just mention the one that I actually care about. Okay. Ultros. So I Ultras. know that this is a game that I, I mentioned last time, and I was like, what the fuck is Ultros? And then I went and looked it up. Yeah, I still have It no looks idea. like a really cool uh, indie Metroidvania game, Ooh. but it's got some beautiful colors. I will say, I watched the trailer and I was like, well, that's just hot. <laughs> which is a good thing to right, me. Right. So, and because well, Silk Song probably won't right, be out still on that. for thirty more years, yeah. so I figure, what harm can Ultros do? Maybe it will tide me over yeah. for when the next game finally comes out. So, Ultros is coming out, or is out now for PS5, PS4, and PC. And then, as of this episode's air date on February fifteenth, Lake. Uh, the, the, oh yeah. yeah, I remember Lake yep. uh, is getting its Switch port on uh, February fifteenth. Plate Up is also coming to PS5, Xbox Series X, NES, PlayStation Four and Switch. I believe previously it was already available for PC. That sounds like an overcooked. It is. Ooh. I think you and Sam okay, should Okay, so look. Sam, we need to play some Unplate. What is some, it? Unplate? Uh, plate Up. Plate Up. Plate Up. We need to play some uh, I think up. you and Sam should watch some trailers and then probably just buy it because I feel like you guys will love Hell it. Yeah. It's We need that fresh yeah. overcooked content. Like We need it. We need it stacked. It's interesting because it's almost more like restaurant management as opposed to pure... Um, 
cook cookery sure because sure. one of you i mean ideally maybe both of you depending on how you split the tasks but you actually have to wait tables oh like one of you has to taking go, orders yeah and one of you has stuff. to take orders you have to make sure there's not a line out of your business for okay. too long because okay. if people wait too long they'll leave so you have to mop up spills you have oh, to clear no. the tables vomit? i don't know if they vomit. Oh, <laughs> hopefully they're eating their mom's spaghetti plate up looks really fun and i think anybody that's into high stakes um, high energy <laughs> cooking <laughs> men and restaurant management games will probably enjoy it. Nice. Mario versus Donkey Kong. I'm I'm interested about this. Yeah, one. that's coming out on February 16th you know, very soon. Yeah, you love DK. Both of us are pretty mal on Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Mario but DK, who? we like that guy. <laughs> If it wait, is it actually coming out? Skull and Bones. Oh, it's open is, beta was uh, uh, just ended. It was the eighth through through the eleventh. Okay, well uh, everybody, but yeah, it's apparently it's supposedly coming. Cross out. Cross your fingers and hope that Skull and Bones comes out on February sixteenth for PS Five, Xbox Series X, and S Stadia. Oh, and PC didn't they discontinue yeah, the Stadia? Yeah, why would you? I think that's a misprint. That's got to be a misprint. On yeah, this list. that's weird. That's probably just a holdover from last. Yeah, time I guess they probably like copied and pasted yeah. it from the last one because that was what? Wait. I already blamed on what game that was. Uh, Skull and Skull Bones. Skull and Bones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've been copying that game from the coming out this year list for the last like three years. I will email the editor and be like, excuse <laughs> me. I noticed a discrepancy um, here. <laughs> Stadia, and that is incorrect. Uh, a game that I couldn't tell you a thing about it, Madison, is out for the PlayStation VR 2 on February 20th. Oh, I hope I say this right. Quomp? Comp? Sounds it's with right a Q. To me. Q-O-M-P. <laughs> Quomp 2 is out for PS5, Xbox Series, and XS, Play- PlayStation 4, Switch, and PC on the 20th as well. Last Epoch is coming to PC on February 21st. Terminator Dark Fate Defiance Ooh. is out for PC on the 21st as well. Inculinati. <laughs> Sure, is out for PS5, Xbox Series X, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on the 22nd. Mm-hmm. Pacific Drive is out on the 22nd for PlayStation 5 and PC only. Sons of the Forest is out for PC on the 22nd. Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons remake. Have you seen that? Like the, the footage of that game? It very much reminds me of um, A Plague Tale. But have you seen the like the remake? No, I haven't. Oh, Does it, it looks, look good? It looks like... Okay, I'm, I'm going to pull it up real yeah, quick. because like It looks so good. Like... And so different from what the original looked like. How uh, old was the original? Uh, Brothers, what is it? Brothers, of t- a, a tale t- of two sons. A tale of two sons. Yeah. Okay, so the original one came out in. Oh yeah. Okay, this looks familiar. I have seen okay. this before. So yeah. So oh, 2013. 2013 was the original. Old. But like, look at the the art style here. Yeah. Right. Right. And then we we have. So this is not fun for you audio listeners. I apologize. <laughs> but it's I'll fun add for some me. Im- I'll add some images in. Uh, but here's the remake. Oh, they went like with like a they, much more. That's why it's reminding me of a Plague Tale Innocence yeah, because it has. It looks, I mean, it's a, still like very cartoon, fantastical. You know, fantastical. Yes, I almost said cel shaded, but not quite. I mean, a Plague Tale um, is very realistic, but this yes, is just a little. This is bit like an in betweener, something like that. But no, it, I was surprised how much they changed up the art style just for that. I remake. also can't believe that that game is over ten years old. Yeah, uh, wild. Oh, all right. So, Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons remake is out for PlayStation Five, Xbox Series X. X and S and PC on February 28th. The last two games closing us out for the month are Star Wars Dark Forces oh Remastered God, so for basically everything, all consoles and PC. And then another game that I'm like, oh, I do want to play it, but probably not for many months yet. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Nice. It's coming out exclusively for the PlayStation 5 on February 29th, Ooh. a day that doesn't exist most day. of the time. Happy Leap Day. That's How, fun. I, I hope you see like, Leap Day William this year. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like more game companies should have tried to take advantage of right? this. I'm that surprised. is such a yeah, that's fun. Anyways, so Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is out on the 29th, closing cool. out the rest of the month. Very cool. A game uh not on your list because it's already out, but one that I was like, man, that looks kind of fun. And now that it's out, I am honestly really excited for it and want to try out too. But like this month's already stacked because the Dark Forces remaster. Hello. And of Ghosts of New Eden. Like that's gonna be cool. Helldivers 2 looks surprisingly like a good time. I don't know anything about Helldivers, but I have seen many people on my Steam list, yeah. like my friends list, like so-and-so is playing Helldivers 2, and I'm like, what is that? I think maybe Father Mike, uh, just Mike Plays, I think, yeah. is playing it right now. Maybe. He might be playing it on the PlayStation. But but yeah, um, but yeah that one, like, it's all over my TikTok for some reason right now. <laughs> I mean, I guess because it just came out, but it looks... It look it's like a, a team based shooter and everything like that. And I wanna say like I don't know if it's a looter shooter necessarily as much as it is just like a 
clear out the level and like extract out kind of shooter, but it just looks, it literally looks like it's starship troopers, which is very cool. Uh, and so like kind of some kind of like play off of that. It's, it's not the same, but it just looks like, it looks like it a lot. And so that automatically already has me hooked, but just the gameplay of it, the combat systems of it, and just like the overwhelming forces of bugs that you have to fight. It looks ridiculous and I'm here for it. And it's only $40. I'm not going to lie. I knew so little about hell divers. I assumed it was an aquatic diving based game. No, not at all. I'm quite mistaken. (laughs) Talking about brothers, uh, a tale of two sons getting the remake looking so much different. Hell divers one was an isometric top down game. Now this one is a full like third person like level shooter and stuff huh, like that. It looks it looks pretty cool. So I might try to snag that one up at some point too. Hmm. But that's not what we're here to talk about. That's not what we're here to talk about at Fuck all. Fuck hell divers. <laughs> <laughs> On to the main topic. <laughs> On to the main topic of the day, which does come from one of our listeners in front of the show, Bro Mogan. Uh, he wanted to ask us about what some of our uh, worst, best, however you want to classify it, video game pet. Peeves. I think we'll call them worst. Worst pet yeah, peeves? Yeah, things pet that just peeves, drive us nuts. As, as pet peeves increase in intensity, you would call them getting worse, not yeah, better. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So yeah, it's our gaming pet peeves. The things that just really grind our gears. Yes. And they're like at first when we got the recommendation, and then this was months ago now. Oh no, it wasn't. It was last month. Whatever. <laughs> this year. <laughs> this man, year. It's 2024. Jesus. It's a crazy long when one already. When we got the suggestion, I was like, oh yeah, I feel like I can think of a bunch of them. And then when we actually decided to do the episode, I was like, I can't think of a single one. My brain one. is empty. Yeah. And then I gave it slightly more than five minutes of thought. And I was like, oh, never mind. I actually have quite a few things that do really grind my gears. So I feel like there's going to be a lot of a lot of heated discussion around this. Well, to, to start us off then, let's get read his suggestion. Um, his of one of peeve. his pet yeah. peeves, which is, for example, he says... Why do games have a run button? Running should be the default speed. Why must I spend the entire game with one button glued down because walking is too slow 99% of the time? Yeah, there are a concerning amount of games that is... I mean, I can't think of many modern games that are really bad about that but in ye olden days yeah like the playstation one and two days i feel like that was everywhere the game that i immediately think of no surprise the legend, legend of, of dragoon, dragoon. <laughs> because it's, <laughs> it's true if you wanted a dart to run around the map you had to hold down the circle button mm. and it's just like my thumb is getting tired you know what since i've been you run the whole game <laughs> Who would walk? since i've been uh, replaying it recently another game that does that is grand theft auto 5 it has it, you're you have to me. hold X to run, but to like run faster, you have to press it repeatedly. Oh, that's awful. And then you like hold it to like run at that speed and like maintain and stuff like that. Because the more you run, it increases your like agility or stamina uh oh, meter it's a stat. and stuff like that to up your stats. Oh my god. So it like so if you swim, for instance, it like will do a little bit more to like up your stamina and different things like that. But yeah, uh, Grand Theft Auto oh, Five no. is one that you have to like just which I hate that. I, I kind of like understand it. With when you're riding a horse or something or a, or a creature or some kind of mount, and you have to like get them into a gallop, and there's different speeds of their run. I understand the like click and the clicking the X button multiple times, but yeah, if it's just a sit and hold, I was I was going to refute this a little bit, saying that some games do require the change in walk speed. For example, like an Assassin's Creed, hmm. you want to yes. be able to be slow. You have to and, be uh, able to blend into the crowd, blend in, yep. be you know, and walk slowly and everything like that. But then, yeah, there are definitely times you need to take off. Which that one does have a run button too, which is uh one of the the button clicks. I want to say. Uh, left left stick click, I think, on PS5. But that's a single click, right? You right. click it and then you're running, so it's not a hold down. But you do have to kind of hold the X button when you're doing parkour or like free running to kind of like maintain your path and everything like that and keep a consistent speed. So it's like, I understand it in some situations, but yes, like kind of the... Uh, you know, I think it has its place, but I definitely understand where he's coming from with, yeah. with why, why do I have to like go to this extra effort just to move at the speed that feels natural. And specifically regarding what you described about GTA five, that sounds like a nightmare for it's a anybody, annoying. for anybody that has any kind of mobility issue with their hands. Like I can't imagine having to do that all the time. Honestly, I will say GTA feels like a game that should be played on the PC just because of like, I don't know why, like it, like I don't know. Rockstar games in general, I have a really tough time with their with their aiming mechanics and just like there's so much you're having to do. Like it doesn't matter if I'm playing Red Dead Redemption or Grand Theft Auto V. Shooting. Here's one of mine. Oh boy, I'm gonna, here, it, here comes. it comes. It, came, it was not on my list, but it was. Oh, it was brought we got up. to an organic pet peeve. Fucking combat while driving a car or riding a horse. Oh, Get out of here. Yes, I Get can agree with here. those because especially in Grand Theft Auto V, it is 
fucking difficult. Yes. Now, granted, Grand Theft Auto, like, it also has the ability where, like, you, if you're doing, like, total full aim assist, you hit the aim button and it automatically, like, locks to your target. So, sure, you can do that. But if you're outside of a vehicle, to me personally, that is the most annoying form of aim assist ever because it's so snappy and corrective. Oh, so, God. I have to lower it to, like, a slightly less correcting um, auto aim, or not auto aim, but aim assist. And for a controller and stuff like that. But when you're in a car, you're trying to already drive an unruly vehicle at usually top speeds to do some crazy dumbass stunt or heist pull off. Yeah. And then you're telling me you want me to pop my little head out with a gun and try to shoot some people while maintaining a, a accurate speed and course of this vehicle and maintaining control. No. Absolutely. The Absolutely hell not. not. I can't do it. I'm just not coordinated <laughs> enough for it. I so completely there we agree. go. Pet peeve. Yeah, I hate fucking car combat. That one also wasn't on my list, and I don't really have a good reference point for car-based combat, not including... Where you have to drive and shoot at the same time. Not including Twisted Metal, which is yeah. a different different, different, different category. But you do have to do that in another modern game that I wish you didn't, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. Yes. When you're, when you're on your horse and you're trying to do horse-mounted like bow and arrow shit, mm-hmm. oh my god, it is so annoying. Now games can do it right. Horizon Forbidden... Uh, Forbidden West and Horizon Zero Dawn mounted uh, combat for me on that game perfect it feels great I didn't I didn't mess with it that much because I didn't like it the most that I would ever do with the mounted combat in uh, the one game that I played Forbidden West is running people over with That's the mount fun. I was That's like this is fun. the most I can do best I can do is run you over yep. I can't aim and shoot so I would I would say that for me it's a it's a pretty across the board no from me dog no. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a no and maybe it's because if it's like it's a bow and arrow so it's like you're not like out oh, there just like yeah, it's not fast it's not it's fast like, so it's more like precise and you can yeah. take your time with it that I'm fine with but this like but the stuff of like the how it's done in a Grand Theft Auto game and stuff like that drives me up a lot yeah uh, totally agree uh, that's what's one one of yours then well so one of mine was also posted in the discord chat when the suggestion was made and I put it number four on my list because it was one of the more minor ones and it's kind of a dual edged one so the meme was one of ProZD's old it's either one of his vines or his shorts where it's about uh, when you're playing a video game and you select a dialogue option and what it says on the screen like say hello is so different than the answer that comes out it's like how's it going fucker and you're like whoa no that's not what i wanted like just the that mismatch between what the game is telling you the dialogue option is versus what the actual delivered tone is and sometimes they are wildly off and it is just the worst i feel like the worst offender for that for me was life is strange yeah life is strange had some real weird ones like that I just remember like always being like, oh, this seems like a consoling, like someone told me something really and deep and I'm like was... being really, I'm like, this is the thoughtful yeah. answer. And they basically, yeah, told them to go fuck themselves. Yeah, and it's I'm like, like that's not at all what I anticipated. No, I, yeah, I also being. remember that game being really, really hit or miss with the dialogue options. Yeah. But the additional layer on top of that, that I was actually thinking of first after, uh, before I went back and looked at the meme was I kept, we've talked about this before. One of my absolute biggest pet peeves in any story or narrative driven game mm-hmm. is the illusion of choice. Oh yes, I yes, yes, yes. Really? Yes. That's one of my like, what's, what's, what's the opposite of a 10 commandment? The ten uh, no mandments. I mean, I mean, <laughs> technically, a ten commandment would work because they were Deadly always thou, thou shalt not. Yes. So it's so, like thou shalt, you know, not. That's uh, one of my like gaming seven deadly sins is the 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 when you are just giving somebody options to yeah. of like choices in game that do not affect any of the outcome. You can like tell the outcome is yeah. gonna like still be the same. It feels very directed. Yes. I mean, speaking of Horizon Forbidden West, I feel like that's one of the games where it gave you certain choices. You were still going to wind up at the same conclusion. Absolutely did not matter. Like the one of whether or not you choose to spare or kill. uh, What's her name? Reva? Reva? The, 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 oh, oh, the oh, the, the, um, Angela Bassett's character. Yes. Yes. Um, whatever her name yeah. was, if you, cause you killed her, didn't you? No, I, I saved oh, her. Okay. Yeah. I also or saved I, her. I, I chose not to because I was like, we've all learned our lesson uh, here. Let's you. be friends. Yeah. So I, I let her live. So she comes with you to the final act of the game yep. only to die in like the briefest, 
off-screen cutscene. I forgot about her yeah. death in that game. Yeah, everybody it was, did because it was a, like all she does is she's like, "I'll hold them off," and then there's a cave in, and you assume she's dead. Yeah, and it's like, wow, that's so. It it, it didn't affect combat. It no. didn't affect anything that actually happened in that part of the game. She doesn't like give you a because we've already done the boss fight against. Yeah, her. you you're already done. Yeah, so she just comes along with you for no good reason. Not a good story payoff. Not a good mechanical payoff. I was. Furious. Yeah, because she was such a great happened. character. Angela Bassett deserves better. She's she, the queen she really of my did. heart. Oh, oh my god. god, you're destroying things. I know. I'm sorry. I'm getting too heated. <laughs> this episode, I didn't expect oh, such emotion god from us god. on this one. Uh, but no, that one is a very good one because yeah, it, it's like you can tell the games, especially when they're like promoted as ones like you have choice and your choices will matter. And then you get into it and you're like, no, I fucking don't. This, this, this solution A was always going to happen. It doesn't matter. Um, similar one. Uh, but yeah, that one, that one's kind of a, a big one. I understand that one too. Another more recent example, and I only know this from secondhand information, but I have heard many people complain that in Starfield, you can, you know, you sort of have that illusion of being able to do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Like you can go into any, any, I don't know, space station or whatever and just start mowing people down except for the story important NPCs. Like you don't really have full choice right. because you can't actually kill everyone there if that's what you want to do. Certain people have literal in-game plot armor regardless of whether or not that's the way you as a person want to play a game. Interesting. That is pre- not not pretending, but that purports to have such a broad range of choice that you so can like- make. Is Baldur's Gate 3 like one of the only games that does give you like full or like veins in that or games in that thread? Because like th- that's very D&D yeah. modeled after yes. uh, and everything like that. So like obviously we even in our joint playthrough wound up killing a very major NPC. Sorry. And so, you we know, all thought he we was missed, hot too. I know we, didn't we all wanted sex. that bear sex, <laughs> and now we'll never get it. Never get it. Gonna have to we restart. We accidentally scared off a Sterion, so he's not even part yeah, of our party. He's not going to be around either. I we mean, just really fucked it up. Yeah, geez, I we fucked up the love. But I stopped everybody else from killing him. Everybody else wanted him to die. About the, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a pro Sterion. I say I want him to yeah. stick around. I mean, he's but, not with us anymore. But he is alive. <laughs> he's us elsewhere. But still, in that game, you literally can kill anyone. Yes. So like that one does feel like the tr- the the promise of true choice is really it's there. actually being delivered yeah, yeah i would and agree it, with that and it's even fine when like um you know i would even say games that have like a reputation uh, is like somewhat in that same vein but it's because it's like red dead redemption 2 uh didn't realize it's gonna be so rockstar heavy but um in red dead 2 like you have an honor system and it's like depending on if you're honorable the game uh, you have once ending and if you're not honorable un dishonorable good god you can't uh you get a different version of the same ending but it's like you know the bad quote-unquote bad ending where you have the or you have the good one so like that one in that case it's like i understand it because a game like red dead is very directed in like the story and narrative it's trying to tell so i understand like giving you these choices that you can make that that will reward you in that way of getting the the good or bad ending that is cool, yeah. I think, in, in like a good middle ground to either having the full choice. But no, that's the like game's the dishonored like, path. Yes. Speaking of being dishonorable, the game's <laughs> dishonored. Those are exactly like that. Right. Whereas I think I agree with you. Your example from Horizon definitely is one where it's just like, well, then why give me this choice at all? Yeah. Because ultimately no good payoff. Infuriating. I'm sure that if I sat on it long enough, I could think of many more games that do that mm-hmm. because it is a consistent complaint that I have with certain games. Uh, but th- that's just the one that I thought of immediately because of that Angela Bassett thing. <laughs> I was like, this is horse. I Shit. was surprised because of being Angela Bassett. Yeah. That, that she, what a bunch of bastards. I know, it was. It was bad. It was not great. Um, but speaking of boss fights, since her character was a boss fight that you had to go into in a game, this was one of mine and also shared uh, in our Discord uh, by a friend of the show, Ark, that boss scenes or combat scenes with an unskippable intro cinematic. Please. It is and the year of our Lord 2024. an unskippable animatic that you also can't skip through if you died and have to redo it. Right. Sorry. Thank you for the clarification. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, if you die, you have to sit there and watch the same shit every time. Kingdom fucking hearts. I'm even throwing in when they give you the option to skip the cut, skip like 
by sentence or by character voice line. And to, you know, so you have to like sit there and hit the square button until you like skip through the whole thing. I'm, I'm throwing that in there too, because it is like I was saying, it is 2024. Why is that not a thing? Yeah. The, the, uh, have they not heard of speed running? <laughs> right. Many people are not there for the dialogue. I'm also going to throw in cinematics or extended like death cinematics when you die in, oh. a, in a game situation or on a boss fight. And you have to like sit there and watch like 20 second thing play out before oh, you can have boy. another run. Yeah. Mortal Kombat 1 was actually an offender of that. Really? It had a section in it where it, which I'd forgotten that this was even a thing of Mortal Kombat, but I was like trying to escape from this dungeon uh, when I was playing as Baraka and you're like locked, get locked in a room, gas starts pouring into it and you got to escape. And it's one of these like, it suddenly goes test your might. And you have to like push up a lot of buttons like really fast, to like fill up a meter so you can then punch through the wall. And if you fail that, then it has like a, 10 to 20 second ish thing if you fail it of your character like hacking up along and succumbing slowly to the poison as the rest of your <laughs> your like the people with you do as well and like for whatever reason which again this is kind of like calling myself out but like why the fuck couldn't i pass one of these test your might uh things because i thought i could do it with one with one finger i actually had to get two fingers and go like <laughs> to hit the to fill it up but uh so i failed it like three, four times oh, before I finally got it. And each time you had to just like watch this ex- like agonizingly long, you know, <laughs> cutscene of your character slowly dying. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, why? <laughs> but so yes, that's always been a big one of mine. And then it's even been worse after playing Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor because they were the first games that I've played that did not do that. And you watch this cinematic or, or like little video as you first meet the boss or go into the area that has the big boss fight. But if you die, you just run into the room and the fight starts. Nice. It doesn't even like have a load screen, really. It's like if it's the if the boss is behind a door, you open the door and the boss is just standing there waiting. And the, as soon as you as soon as you run in, the fight starts again. Yeah, it's so nice. And it's just weird that like, yeah, we're still having to like sit through it. And, and that's what, especially if it's a, di- a more difficult game, that honestly really turns me off of it because it just is so annoying having to hear. It's like, it's like rubbing it in your face how bad you are. It's a different, it's a, it's a very different vein, but another good example of a game that I think does that kind of thing really well is Celeste. Oh, because yeah? like, remember you, there aren't really, actually probably Ori in the Blind Forest too. You know, they're like light cut scenes throughout. Sure. Specifically the fight against Mr. Oshiro at the hotel in Celeste. Yeah. Like there is a cut scene at the beginning, but presumably you will die at least once in that run. And I died many, many times during that run, no matter right. how many times I've played it. And even if you die, you know, whether you're at the checkpoint or you're not, and you go back to the beginning, it just immediately restarts. Oh, There's no so dialogue. Nice. You just get to go straight into it. And it's like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Okay. That so that's should co- be the standard. That's cool. It's not just <laughs> Jedi Survivor. No, it's like, not. That's, I thought those are the only ones that I know that have done it. And yeah, yeah. it's so nice having that. And because I even want to say God of War Ragnarok might not have done it, but mm. now I'm not like completely sure either if it did. I feel like it did have to rewatch some. I mean, stuff. I can just say that the biggest, I mean, one of the long standing memes of, of Kingdom Hearts in my life is I think it was the first game where you're fighting um, Ursula. Okay. And I'm pretty sure that was Kingdom Hearts 1. Uh, when you're fighting Ursula, I just, I died so many times. And the cutscene before that had so much dialogue oh my god like five plus minutes of dialogue and every time oh i died you just had to sit there you just had to sit there and watch oh, through the whole you, thing and you couldn't even do like the fast skip no, through nope you were just there for the whole thing again i'm pretty sure that, that that's one of the things they fixed when they re-released the first and second games as hope. like the kingdom hearts remake <laughs> or whatever but oh my god it was the nightmare that would not end oh my god uh, so there are many games out there that have done it wrong <laughs> Which, like, I will give a pass to older games because maybe that's just a thing that wasn't possible at all, you know? I don't I think told, that's true. I told, like, I'll give you a pass, but now it's 2024. Kingdom Hearts is that old. That it should be standard, standard in all games. Oh, man. That's a good one. What's another one on, on your list? So my other one is really, I. this is, like, stuff that I just feel is borderline unforgivable in this day and oh. age. And it is the lack, or is the total lack of or lack of well done accessibility features. Mm. So specifically a couple, and yep. God, I'm going to have to ding on Horizon Forbidden West again. <laughs> I love that game. Great game. It, it just has a bunch of things that really grind my gears. Um, I remember Cody, Snooty Boots, mm-hmm. telling me that it didn't have a colorblind mode. Yeah. Which, which is, is baffling. Inexcusable. 
inexcusable. What do you mean a game that has that rich of a colorful environment does not have a colorblind mode? That is A, just completely inexcusable. A AAA studio absolutely should have that hard-baked. Tekken 8 has colorblind mode. You don't need to see the colors to put the beat down on somebody, but yeah. they still did it. But something else that I'm actually really upset about Tekken 8 uh, for is another accessibility that I... First of all, every streaming service, except for Netflix, it feels like, is really bad about this. And the vast majority of games, I think, do it very poorly, is subtitles. Because yeah. even when you have a game that offers subtitles, which most of them most do, do these days. All, but most or all have subtitles for you know any of your any of your dialogue scenes, but it is very rare, at least I in the games that I've played that you have any customization options mm. for those subtitles. And specifically with Tekken 8, one of the things I'm thinking of is even when you're just in the regular menus, just the regular old UI of Tekken 8, at the distance that I am from my TV, I'm like, God, the text is so small on this menu. <laughs> and part of me wants to be able to go into the accessibility features and like put it on a bigger font. Yeah. But you can't. Some games do have yeah, that option. Some games do have that option. Tekken 8, I looked, I did check, and I could not find it um another one that is like i it's it's basically a deal breaker for me is the original or or i think the Wii or wii u era xenogears games so okay. xenogears chronicles or it may have just been xenogears at the time um it had the world's like laughably tiniest subtitles you've ever seen oh, no. in your life and they didn't have another thing that's really important for customizing subtitles you don't have the ability to a make them bigger which is a problem or b put a backing on them. Yeah, that's a big deal. And it was so for starters they're already teeny tiny mm -hmm. and then if they're just white and you're watching a big JRPG cutscene with moving backgrounds and things that are going through different color gradations, those subtitles might become completely unreadable. Yep. And it's like this is unacceptable. I should always be able to customize the size, the font, the spacing and the backing color of my subtitles. Yeah. And I just don't understand why everyone has not gotten <laughs> on board with that. Yeah. It makes me so mad. I mean, I understand understand it that's a like i understand that there is a development process to putting in those things but they need to be there that so should that, be standard but that, that should be but, standard uh, that's what games. i mean it should be one of those things standard so that everyone has the ability to enjoy and play your game just saying just saying just saying yeah. <laughs> all right let's get another one from our discord let's see uh one from james k when they don't have invert y-axis i feel like so inverted y-axis means that when you push down the view goes up right yes like when you're flying an aircraft yeah. that's not how i play most of my games but one of my good friends does so it's like i again that's just something that i feel like should always at least be an option yeah why not give people the option mine is when it's like uh, uh, my one to that is when because yes if you're playing a game uh, no let me try to phrase this right for me with the with the y axis the problem is and this is I don't know if this is like a processing thing on my end in my head but I often when first get jumping into one I have to like test it be like okay this is right right and like get a feel for it but then I'll like play for it for a little while and then all of a sudden it doesn't feel right so I'll go turn off the option to invert my axis but then that definitely doesn't feel right and so then I have to like try to like play with that be like no it's still not right and switch it back and that like literally it's most flying games. Or something like that. If it has a point where you yeah. have to like jump into a plane, do anything like that, that's outside of the normal like running and gunning or whatever you're doing. It takes me like a, a minute to be like, which way is it? And that's, I know that's on me, but still like I relate. Yeah, <laughs> it sucks. we can relate. And then we've also got quite a few suggestions or quite a few gripes with a lot of different button related complaints. Yeah. So Brandon Weber says games not having button mapping. So the the inability to map your own buttons, I completely agree with I that actually, one. Actually, I want to jump off that one because that was another Ooh, one okay. of mine. Uh, games need to decide if they want the dodge button to be square or circle. Yeah, we need to make a decision. Make a decision games. and make it unilateral. <laughs> this is like, why does it change? Yeah, I understand. Like, like you know, Nintendo being like, we're different <laughs> and, and making quirky. like where uh, what is it? The the one on the the right side of the of the uh, A and B. Yeah, yeah, those are like the those are switched. Those are the opposite. You know, the, the opposites on those. So it's like, okay, and we understand and you're a Nintendo and you get a pass, you can do that. But 
why does it change game by game on like a play, PlayStation or Xbox game where the dodge button is like or like roll button evade whatever is it changes in between circle and and square and why do I play them back to back or at the same time so my brain is constantly <laughs> in a state of flux? Yeah, that sounds like a, partially a you problem, but also I can completely relate. At Sorry just, for are the, you stuck? Yeah, I was a little stuck. <laughs> The arms on this chair got stuck on his ah, leg, gotcha. so apologize for the shaky camera. <laughs> yeah, I can also I can also commiserate about that because in my mind, and this is largely um what game was it? Oh, this is Evil Zone. Oh, oh wow. my Throwing god, I forgot about Evil I, I both my brain supplied the answer though before I even remembered the game. This is so evil zone coded, like hard coded into my brain. That square is always guard. You hold square to guard. See, to me... That was specifically for Evil Zone, but because I played it at a formative age, square is guard at all oh, times, no matter what. See, to me, it's circle. Oh, no. I mean, well, no, like, technically, like, L1 is my preferred, like, block, or uh, is my p- preferred, like, block button. If I'm using, like, a sword or something. But if I'm just, just in combat or whatever and have the ability to want to, like, just do a quick dodge or evade or something like that, yeah, circle all day long. Circle. Yeah, circle but, is dodge, squares, um, for, squares for shield. In what was it? I was playing fresh off of Jedi Survivor. Uh, also had been playing the DL- the Rag- God of War Ragnarok Valhalla DLC. And then at the same time, I was playing Assassin's Creed Mirage. And Assassin- in, in this case, it was Assassin's Creed Mirage was, was, the, uh, was the outlier where square was dodge and circle is just like you're like, other like drop down from things and stuff like that. So I understand like games have different con- control schemes and like maybe need to have a certain button, do certain things, but that is especially across the board of these like third person uh, or not, not even as has to be like open world RPG, third person kind of game, but it just seems like circle should always be. <laughs> Evade. Can we agree? Can, can we, we agree? disagree? Thank you. Thank can, you. We, decided. can we as a it culture make a decision about this? <laughs> because yes, games then have control customization and you can change it and switch it around and, and do all that stuff. An which should be an option. And most of the time in these games, it probably is an but option. And default. I'm just too lazy to go and actually change it. But the default should always be that it's the same. <laughs> That's really funny. I didn't think you were going to say that. Oh, anyway. So that's another one of mine. What what yeah. else we have on here? Uh, the other button-related one was Super Saiyan Ace was complaining that when the lower button, A on Xbox or X in PlayStation, mm-hmm. isn't the accept button. And I feel like Nintendo is kind of, or the B button. Yeah, so it's, yeah. Kind, of like, it's kind of like them being the... It, it's yeah. just whatever that lowest button on the little button pad is, accept. that should always be accept. And 100%. when it's not, it is so confusing. 100%. Yeah. Uh, and then I have another one that I think will intersect with one of our other, I think maybe Ark pointed this okay. out, and it was one of my big pet peeves too. Uh, and this kind of touches on a couple of different things, but I'm going to sum it up as shit UI. And, <laughs> oh. and what I mean by that is specifically, and Ark mentioned this too, um, especially for inventory management or resource management heavy games. Yeah. So when you've got like a bunch of menus that seem to have been built on, so this one is something that just absolutely infuriates me. When you, and this is more related to the shit UI in general, not necessarily inventory management, but the two do have a lot of overlap. One of the things that kills me, and I feel like I haven't started seeing this until the past five, maybe 10 years more or less, the when you're playing a console game, specifically a console game, mm-hmm. and the UI in the menus gives you a free floating cursor that you have to use the analog oh, stick to move around. No, thank you. That is that pisses me off no, thank so you. much. I think Destiny is one of the big offenders of that, isn't yes, it? Yes, Destiny does so use the Destiny the rectical. uses that. I can't actually. So does actually Apex, I guess. But you're not really as much in Apex choosing an inventory like loadout i mean you do you have like your backpack and stuff like that but it's very basic so it's not like it's you know even if you're in a match or whatever like that it's not like it's overly cumbersome yeah i just can't stand that though like if you're on console and they just didn't really like it just feels like they didn't think about how they were going to take their pc game and put it on console it's like no i don't this is the way yeah the d-pad it should it should it doesn't always right so that's what i'm saying is that when you don't have the option of being able to use the d-pad to snap to the buttons instead of using the clunky like just jiggle the stick around to get your cursor around the screen that is unacceptable yeah yeah. i will not play games like that i can't do it (laughs) (laughs) and basically just any game that's coming from pc to console or vice versa and it feels like they just didn't really customize the ui enough for that transition so it just never quite feels right on the other platform i think that's a big pet peeve of mine i get it i get it 
Um, another one of mine, and actually this might be the last one that I've thought of so far. We'll oh, see I've got if another... one that I think oh, both of us can kind of talk about. Oh, okay. So. This one is a little bit on the lower end and more of just a small, like it's an, it's a pet peeve. Sure. Uh, but it's, it's, it's on the lower end, I would say, but it's having, uh, missable trophies that require a full replay of the game to get. Oh yeah. 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 Like it, it's not every day that there's a game that I'm like, you know what? I want to platinum this. I want to do, I want to go the distance and I want to get all the trophies. But when it does, it makes me so like, I want to, I also like some of them are hidden trophies that are like, you know, you can't, you have to like go reveal the information about it because it contains a potential spoilery thing about the game. Well, I don't want to go read all those to, that, because it could potentially spoil the game. But also if I could miss something by not knowing that, then I'm like so anxious about like, oh, I'm going to miss something. I'm going to be checking every nook and cranny because I feel like there's not a, uh, you know, I might miss a collectible. But usually it's not a collectible because if it's that kind of a game, you usually have the option to do like a new game plus or something like that and go or like a free roam after you complete the game and you can just go do that stuff anyway. But it is sometimes not to just totally pick on this game. But my, my example is for Horizon. Oh, no. uh, I, I, I've had to start, if I feel like it's going to be a game that I feel like I want to do a platinum for, I have to do a quick Google and be like, are there any missable trophies? Yeah. And just see the list. There was one for Horizon. Which and one? It's the uh, scan all uh, creatures or the scan all oh. uh, machines. Which, which machine is missable? Okay, so story spoiler. Oh, okay. Apologies. Oh, wait. Okay, I think I know which one. I mean, the game is a couple of years old. We can yeah. say it at this point. So I was just giving you fair warning. The final boss. Yep. Yeah. If her mech suit, if you don't scan that, that's the missable. That's and that's the final boss. That's the final boss. So if you had missed Oof. that one, which I mean, to no. be fair, the scan option is a pretty like highly encouraged thing that you do anyway. So I feel like the chance of you missing it is probably pretty slim. But it's possible. But you it's can. possible. Well, and two, I was going. I'm, I haven't done the full completion, 100 uh, platinum run of Horizon Zero Dawn yet, or Forbidden West. Excuse me. But I was like checking that and I like I had to go through and like make sure after I got it because I want to say there was a couple creatures that I for some reason hadn't got even though I'd made it to that point in the game or machines, excuse me. And so when I scanned her and the trophy didn't pop, I was like, fuck. So then that caused me to have to go and like, you know, double check and make sure and then find all the things that I didn't have. But still, that would have been so annoying to me. Yeah. That and, and I know it happened in other games that I have actually you know been going on the I platinum for, but I were, but that's the one like I know I haven't gone to platinum in that one, but like uh, still, if I was, and that's just the example I can think of, and I had realized I missed that one, and that was the thing I missed, I would have been pissed if I had to replay the whole game because I'm let's just be straight, I don't have all the time in the world to replay all these no games to do multiple we playthroughs don't. of these games. Yeah. I get one, and that's usually it, yep. unless it's one that I just absolutely love and I have to go back to it again. So like the the chance of having my potential trophy quest thwarted before it even begins. Oh, it drives me nuts. You know what game I thought you were going to talk about Which with one? that? I thought you were going to talk about your favorite. The Last of Us? No. The Order 1886. Oh, the Order <laughs> Wait, which one did I miss on that? I think you mentioned to me while I was playing it on stream that one time that I had to be on the lookout for the newspaper oh, collectibles. Yes. Yeah, the newspapers. Because those are missable. One, another game. Oh, here's the other game that did it. Um, Sinua's Sacrifice. Oh. The little uh, pedestals that you go to that you would find that you would like interact with and you would hear somebody's voice like telling you oh, up yeah, uh, yeah. like giving you like a backstory kind of thing. Uh, I missed one. Oh, bummer. And that's the last trophy I need for Cinema's Saga. Like oh. granted, that game's not super long, so I could switch in a new uh, uh, get in another run, especially before, you know, Hellblade 2 comes out. So yeah. I'll probably still get that one. But still, it's sitting there and I'm at 99% on that trophy list and it's killing me. That sucks, so that's bro. so like that's a big one. <laughs> Um, you know, granted, I'll give it a pass if it is like a new game plus thing where you or like has a mission select and you can go back to that mission and be like, oh, I need to get this very story specific thing and do it there. That's, you know, that's fine. That's passed. But if it requires a full replay, no, get out of here. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Just leave. <laughs> this isn't exactly the same, but I uh, speaking of trophies, I it is a pet peeve of mine having to replay the game on hard mode. Ah, yeah. That, that's uh, that's a no. Well, <laughs> it's a, it's I mean, a hard no why, for me, bro. That's why I'm not going to ever platinum Last of Us. Absolutely. I not. know there's no way in hell I'm going to be able to beat yeah. grounded mode, but you have to be able to beat grounded mode to get the the trophy. No. And so and you actually have to be beat the game on like the hardest difficulty to get all the difficulties and then beat it again on grounded to be able to get all the like complete no. the game trophies. No. That is no. I, I, I'm calling Absolutely out on that one. It's not, not great. It's not yeah. great. 
that so. that sucks major balls. <laughs> okay, so what is the one that you think is going to get us both? So my last one, we both have a game that we definitely agree on, and okay. then you might have one that is also a good example of this. Okay. Bad maps. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I cannot stand a game that gives you a map, and then the map is basically borderline unusable. Yeah. And the first example I thought of was Control. Because Control's, Control's. map... Blows. I'm trying to remember, remember it. I got, I got to look it up. It was just like this kind of stark black I and white, very grayscale thing. The map is so lame. But the example that I thought you might talk about, and I don't know if this was your, your experience, but when I was looking up for like other people's opinions of bad maps. Oh yes, oh, the control the map, map was, was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like looking at it, I'm getting I'm getting sweaty. <laughs> I forgot about it. Yeah, because it was like so hard to tell. The, it was so confusing. Which level things were on? Yes. I mean, here I'm assuming because it's like the high areas or what's the level you're actually on yeah. but it still was yeah no I forgot it was about so that. hard to tell where you had already been where yep. you hadn't been yep. where you were mm-hmm. I frequently found myself looking at the map and just going I truly cannot figure out where the fuck I am yeah. on this map and then one that a lot of people had complaints about on Reddit was Jedi Fallen Order and yes, Jedi Survivor I, I was actually going to bring this yeah. up they're not great I, I love it because it is kind of like it's a hologram projected from BD1 and so that's kind of cool but just like it's and it's three and you can like move and change your map and like look around and like you know rotate the, the map around and different stuff like that but it's like it's too much it's oh. like it's it's too much detail it's to the map it's too detailed and yeah. you're just like it's, and it, and it's just so confusing especially yeah and there are sometimes because of what you're trying to zoom in and see finding the correct angle to actually see the path near impossible yeah. and so there was a lot of times so I was actually going to bring up yeah Survivor and uh, Fallen Order did not have the greatest map system Bummer. Uh, what's another I feel like I feel like, I feel like I mean, Doom, the the, the new, newer oh. Doom games also didn't have my favorite map in the world either. I wouldn't be able to comment on those. Um, I'm not cool enough. To it had the Doom. thing where you could like find a map console and like unlock the whole map for everything. Um, but that was a, a little bit um, actually Mass Effect one also kind of like it's a simplistic map. But I also found myself being a little bit just like what? what am I doing here? Where am I? Where am I? Where am I actually at? (laughs) And then like translating that to after seeing, okay, it's like, okay, I need to go up and to the right. And then for some reason in game, it was like, that's not the way I need to go. I'm very confused, but yeah. I mean, games where I feel like the map is really fun and like an integral part of the game. Another good example, and some people will disagree with me on this. I personally love Hollow Knight's map. Mm. I think the fact that you have to go find an NPC who will sell the map to you cool. and like he's drawing them out in real time. It it hard bakes it into the game. Like it's a fun little thing that you get to do in every new area. Mm-hmm. Getting the map feels like an accomplishment. And then if you don't have the map for somewhere, you're <laughs> and uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps did that too. Yeah, or with, the way uh, that Ori's map was. Lupo. Yes, I, I really like that too. Um, so any any game that like bakes the map into its gameplay like that, I think is really fun. And I also like the way that both Ori and Hollow Knight did it, where, yeah, you've got the map which highlights the main areas that mm-hmm. you can get to. But in most cases, or in, in many cases, I should say, they don't include the secret hidden areas. Yeah. So there's still the option for you to find the hidden areas so you still have a reason to go out and explore beyond what the map is telling you because you never know where you're going to have secret hidden walls. Yeah. You know, illusory walls in the dark souls of the mm-hmm. world. People mm-hmm. love that hidden shit. Well, I want to find the secret stuff. So then my question is, do you prefer a map? Because like I love the ones like, uh, I want to say Far Cry 6. Or no, Far, well, the more recent, Far Cry 5, Far Cry 6, I want to say, had like geographic, like you can see the like... Oh, topographical. The, the, yeah, topographical yes. maps. I appreciate that. I do too. Uh, so then I can know like, oh, I can't get over this mountain. Yes. Uh, that I'm stuck in front of. That one is always a, a really nice. But would you prefer the more like top-down uh, like controls map where it's like the highlighted areas, what you're in, and then like the subsequent darker levels below are like represent levels, or would you prefer the cut the method of Ori and the Will of the Wisp Blind Forest where it's like a cutaway yeah, and I've, you see the levels? Very good question. I prefer the cutaway. Same. Uh, I think that it's such a so more intuitive more way to, yes, yeah, so much more navigable. Navigable? Nav- navigable? Navigable. 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> way of looking oh, at that. Yeah, because they are doing it with the other, the top down and even the 3D model of the Survivor and Fallen Order. So it's rough. It's, yeah, it's confusing, it's rough and I don't want to have to like feel like I'm completing a puzzle just to figure out where the hell I'm at. Me neither. So yeah, it's a hard pass. For it's me. a hard pass for me too. Man, that was a good list. Yeah. 
That was fun. We did like th- we were trying All to figure out what to do. About games we hate. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done that in a while. Yeah, we actually uh, haven't. <laughs> but no, we were like talking about what to do this week, and I was like, we just did three episodes in a row, uh, three reviews in a row. So like, it's good to, to yeah. have a little bit well, of spice of variety. Right after you got off Tekken the other night, yeah, Bro Mogan was like, when are you guys gonna do my episode? And I was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> we forgot. Oopsies. <laughs> Oopsies. We but forgot. No, it's a great one. I remember when he said it when he posted it in yeah, the Rogues Gallery chat. I was like, oh snap, that yes. is. A- Good, good suggestion. So, uh, and we Thank definitely want to, yeah, we definitely want to hear everybody else's gaming pet peeves. We're sure, sure there are many more that we probably haven't touched on yet. We'll have to do a, a volume two at some point. Yeah, but I knew this was going to be one that, yeah, because I was like you when we first talked about. It, I was like, I don't know. Like, uh, I, I like games too much to have a pet peeve. <laughs> All games are All perfect. All games are wonderful. I could never disparage <laughs> any of them. <laughs> and so it did take me a second, but yeah, I was like, I was pretty happy of the like the the circle and square one. I was like, that one fucking sucks. <laughs> Oh boy. But anyway, yes, please uh, let us know your thoughts, your biggest pet peeves. Uh, send us an email at teamchatpodcast at gmail.com. Like I said, join our Discord, follow us on social media, comment with us there, jo- talk about it on YouTube. Uh, we would love to hear from you. But before we go, we do have to do our soundtrack spotlight, which, uh, like I said at the beginning of the episode, our hint is provided to us by our good friend, Kurok. I don't know what this one is, so I'm going to be able to guess right. too. So the hint is this musical. Sorry, let me read it again. This masterful piece of music is nearly as twisted as its creator. Hmm. This masterful piece of music. Sorry, in-game creator. There's a little hint for you. Oh, okay. Not like, I mean, yes, someone actually had to compose this piece of music and it's incredible, but I'm referring to the in-game character okay. as, this, as the creator. So this masterful musical piece is nearly as twisted as its creator. Let's hear it. Here we go. think i know what it is Ooh. i'm not certain but it sounds very familiar and i kind of think i know what it is i it's one of this is actually one of those like pieces of music game music that i've like is incredible like it like it's that piano is so, like yeah. as someone who has played piano before i'm like how that doesn't like it doesn't seem real so it's a fantastic song it's one that i love and so when kirok uh, suggested this one's like perfect choice perfect choice nice. so uh if you and have if a, my guess is right no, nay i shan't say <laughs> it shan't say never, it. never mind <laughs> But uh, if you would like to play around in our play along in our soundtrack spotlight contest, uh, if you correctly submit the right the game that this piece of music is from by either commenting in our Discord on YouTube or if you're listening to or watching the show, we check it all, uh, and we will. If you correctly guess the game, then you get to submit a song and hint for a future episode. So good luck to all you uh, musical geniuses out there. So, but with that, that concludes this episode of Team Chat Podcast. I had a great time recalling Me our too. pet peeves, yeah. getting some anger out. Yeah. Just being able to Very vent cathartic. and rant a little bit. Yeah. It feels good. And we hope that you it feels Reminds good me for of you rage too. too. Oh, <laughs> biggest pet peeve at all time. <laughs> rage with, with too. The, really the Boring th- ass mission design. <laughs> Terrible. Design. I mean, really, that just belongs on its own list of like when the whole game is bad. Yeah. <laughs> because just, it is. I love that that's the one. Sorry, oh my God. Rage to developers, but like No, I'm not sorry. Uh, they made a bad game. <laughs> they should, they should made, feel they bad. They should feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh All right. Well, anyway, everyone, I hope you have a great rest of your week, and we will see you all next time. Bye.